Indigenous Earth Community Podcast, where we celebrate indigenous heroes from around the world and learn from them on how to honor the traditions of protecting the planet. We discuss actionable tips on how to connect to our beautiful planet while lessening our daily impact. I'm your host, Frank Oscar Weaver. Hello, everyone. Thank you all for your love and support. I've been getting your messages, your comments, reviews. It really motivates me to know that you are enjoying the podcast. Today, we have a beautiful episode. I talked to someone that is a dear friend to me and a mentor and somebody that I look to and I strive to be as. We are talking about the one and only Tammy from Unity. We have a conversation how she inspired me to create a part of this podcast her work with the native youth of Unity Inc., the past event we attended to raise awareness about water issues, and she offers me something I can't refuse. To know what that is, stay tuned and enjoy the show. Welcome, Tammy. How are you? I'm doing really good. It's so good to see you. I'm glad to see you too. Yeah. Um, You know, before we start, we always like to have some words of wisdom or a prayer or a song to kind of ground our conversation. And I got to tell you that the reason I do that is because of you, because you inspired me uh, when we have a meeting to always kind of ground ourselves. So if anybody thought it was an original idea, no, I got it from Tammy. So I ask you, uh, do you have any words of wisdom for us to start our conversation? Yes. I just, I want to acknowledge this wonderful creation. Um, This is about um, the environment and um, programs that indigenous people are initiating. Um, So let's just talk to our creator and bless this talk. So Heavenly Father, creator, we just thank you for this um, good day and for all the people that care about you and care about this planet. We just pray that good things um, happen in this conversation that keep us on track and keep us um, in the mission of restoring and preserving this great planet. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus name, my belief. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Beautiful words. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that. And I think the last time I saw you was during the Unity Conference in Orlando. And how much fun was that, right? It was great. Can you tell us a little bit more about what we did uh, with the Earth Ambassadors, where we went? Yes, Um, it was really great. We were able to bring in um, 10 Earth Ambassadors to Orlando, Florida. And that happens to be where Frank lives. And so Frank... Uh, was able to get involved and he brought in volunteers through his uh, work there. What is the name of your group, Frank? Uh, Recon of Central Florida. Yes. And so uh, we met up with them and we were able to um, do a cleanup at one of the rivers. And you can say the name of the river better than I can. What is it's, it's a yeah, long name. Yeah, it's the Econlachi. I would just call it the Econ for for short, easier. Okay, Econ Lachi River, and so, and then um, and organized uh, kayaks to be used up in the river, and they and the youth 
they just loved it. Um, eight out of the 10 were able to participate that day. And then following that, um, we had a mini grant to do a project in a national park, but they had the Cape Canaveral National Seashore. Seashore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we went out there and we met with their um, good people and had a good conversation. We visited the ocean. We were able to see the mounds that were there. And um, so it was just a wonderful day um, together, focused on each one of these persons um, that are Earth ambassadors. They all have a, their own passion and uh, facet that they're focused on in preservation of the environment. So bringing that collective group together and, and then see, seeing them, um, this was the first time they had, you know, had a day where it was just them. Prior to that, the conference started and they were all, you know, they had met each other, but this really helped them to bond together um, and do some good things. Yeah, it's an amazing group of young people, like each one of them are so talented and such an inspiration, like I just look at all the stuff they do on social media and I'm like, oh my God, this they're amazing. Yeah. And the Earth They are. Yeah. And the Earth Ambassadors, they're a part of a larger group that is called Unity. And uh, can you tell me a little bit more about Unity? Uh, what is the group and maybe how you got involved with it? Yes. Well, Unity, uh, we just celebrated um 44 years. It was uh, established in 1976. The founder is J.R. Cook, and he championed the organization through 2013 and handed it off to Mary Kim Titla, who is now our executive director. Um, he just had a vision for youth coming together um, to keep them in school was the first initial thing. He saw a lot of um, youth dropping out and for various issues in their community. And um, and it started small uh, and then went national. And so now we have 320 youth councils throughout the United States and various um, communities, whether it's on reservation, through tribes and schools, and urban settings. Um, so it's just an amazing growth over the years. Um, we were we work with 35 different states um, are represented, including Alaska. Um, and then the mission, you know, is to establish um, leadership among these young people, providing them opportunities to step up, whether it's um, advocating for an issue in their community um, uh, or projects, community service projects. Um, it's just, it's, I've been part of it since 1998 <laughs> and I'm just so excited, you know, to see how it's, uh, where it started um, and then where it is today. Yes. And how did you get started with Unity? Well, it's, it's really um, an amazing thing. I was, uh, my children are, um, belong to the Sault Ste. Marie tribe of Chippewa Indians. They're members of that tribe. And as a parent of tribal members, when they were still in school, they're adults now, um, 
the preference in hiring um, non-natives is you could you be a, a parent or a spouse of a tribal member. Position as a tutor um, under the Johnson O'Malley government programming in their school, and I was hired. And then a couple years later, I was asked to be a volunteer chaperone to travel to Washington D.C. to the National Unity Conference, and it just and I was just blown away. Uh, part of that is because I was raised in a tribal community for uh, my elementary years. Um, for the, my dad worked for the Colorado River Indian tribes and later for Yavapai Apache Nation. So it just brought it back full circle to me when I was at that conference and I saw this sea of, you know, beautiful people and, and doing these great things that my dad had been a part of in the 1970s. And here it is the late 90s. And unity just blew me away. I um, became very passionate about um, unity and its mission. Um, and so then I was assigned to establish a youth council. The Sault Ste. Marie tribe um, had had a youth council called Bawating Tribal Youth Council in Sault Ste. Marie, which is in Michigan in the Upper Peninsula. And this tribe had seven counties. And so um, Bawating was in uh, Chippewa County and I resided in Mackinac County. Um, so long story short, this youth council, the second youth council for the Sault Ste. Marie tribe of Chippewa Indians was established. And um, then I became even more involved with unity. And one more thought, um, our challenge by unity was each year, the youth councils are challenged to produce projects. And the four areas, environment, cultural, community service, and healthy lifestyles. And um, so right, you know, unity has been invested in environmental um, advocacy and awareness um, from its start. Yeah, so that's how I got involved. I became this lead advisor. We um, as a youth council, we applied for a mini grant called Celebrate Fitness under Robert Wood Johnson grant. And that was a three-year grant, uh, which helped us travel and do some really great things, but also bring sustaining um, healthy lifestyle projects, which always involved the environment, into that small community of 2,000 people in St. Ignace, Michigan. Yeah, the, the work that UNIT has been doing since the start is so, how can I say, it, it, it touches so many different lives because it's so pure and it's so motivational. And I think now Unity is doing an amazing job during the pandemic of continuing the work with uh, live streams. I've seen some amazing uh, presentations of like healing uh, Native lives and um so many others there are, are incredible and it's I think it's important to keep the message uh, front and center so people can be aware of and Tammy I just gotta say that you know you're a role model for so many people all over the world you're kind you're humble you're gracious and you have a very deep spiritual force 
And where did you get that energy from? You know, it was this in a way that you're just growing up or was it a mentor? Like what led you to be such like a moving force in this world? Oh, that's a big question. Well, once I get excited about something, I have to tell, you know, all the people that I know, whether it's family or friends. And so, you know, I don't I think that I have been given a gift of motivation to others. Um, and so I think that also is part of it. Um, ever since I, I I'm a very much a nerd. So I was in student government in my own schools growing up. I was um, out of 1500 youth from sophomore students from sophomore to the uh, seniors. So the three grades out of 1500, I was student body president. So I was always this nerd, but I also was in a single home, high risk, um, and went off the, went off track and never, I actually, I am, um, I have never been to college. I did take two classes. So I, I'm out there as a kind of self-made, just getting in there, getting experience um, and what I've done. Um, but when I was young, so then, you know, long story short, I always wanted to give back. Once I kind of got on the right track, I just felt like, oh, youth just need to have um, somebody believe in them. Because I think everybody is a leader, whether you're leading your brother or your sister or you're a parent, um, we have all been called to lead in one way or another. And we can lead in some, you know, towards the negative or the positive. Um, so what, having that deep concept of everyone is a leader um, just sees the best in everybody. So I think people know i i always strive to be approachable but not overbearing like letting people have you know the conversation and let them share their heart and um and so i think that leads to just some really good things happening when when one of the things going way back when i was an advisor to this youth council that i mentioned before uh i always acknowledge the different styles of leadership we have some people that are very charismatic and they can get up in front of a room and we have some people that are not, they don't have that in their personality, but they're sitting there thinking while everyone else is talking and they come up with these brilliant ideas. So we start, you know, every so often we would do, let's write down our ideas tonight. And then the secretary would read them and, and just giving a voice to those quiet people or have breaking into smaller groups where that shy person may step up and say a few things, but maybe not to the whole group. And I always acknowledged um, participation is also observing um, and, and letting that person get to that place. Maybe it takes three to four meetings before they ever speak up, but just, you know, not, forcing anything but letting um growth happen um by nurturing it um but also giving it time you know we don't want to create 
you know, little soldier leaders. We want everybody to fall into their own gifts and be able to find them. So that was a long answer, no, that's, but that's, that's pretty who good. I am. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I like that you were, you know, reaching out to the people that are more shy, more introverted. I mean, I'm a big introvert. You know, I like to kind of just stay to myself. Uh, and so I always appreciate the people that like would do things like you do, like write it down, because then you can express yourself and put your idea out there. And you mentioned a lot of uh, unity about, you know, the, the four goals that they have. But I feel like you're very leaning towards the environment. Like that's something that is a big passion of yours. And why is that? Mm -hmm. Like, what, what would you say that you care so much about the planet? Well, I was raised in Arizona and um, one of, you know, we used to go camping and uh, as a young person and we were always outside, it just seems. So just growing up, being very aware of, you know, the heat, having to take care of yourself in the summer, uh, just always been aware uh, going into um, you know finding unity and finding those environmental projects um, you know seeing that the youth mainly it's my observation of the youth um, they actually started the whole thing for the Dakota pipeline you know those that um, action because there was a group of young people that ran from their reservation up in the Dakotas down to Washington, D.C. And that, that really raised the awareness. That's when the news finally paid attention, you know, and then we saw that group grow. So I just think young people stepping up and having a voice is huge. But for my personal passion, I'm still growing. Um, I have yet to uh, become a zero-waste person. I aspire. Um, I, you know, on my in my personal life, I'm still working on some of the things that I've learned from the youth. I'm trying to grow a potato, you know, <laughs> so um, I have a little balcony, so I don't have a, I mean, I, I need to step it up. And it's very hot here in Arizona. We hit 118 yesterday. Uh, but I've always just admired nature. I've been to most um, all of the Western National Parks, you know, and visited um, in its and I, I have to say, I'm on a, that observation, let's please, let's preserve this. So I just admire the youth who are taking a, a larger role than myself, like uh, Zunipa from Navajo Nation. She has, you know, done awareness um, campaigns in her community. She's saving the, their, what we call res dogs, um, just doing a work where she's getting donations and having them spayed. And, and then, you know, just yesterday she posted, you know, um, a bit of frustration because they keep cleaning up these areas and these washes. And then somebody dumped three TVs onto the land. And, but she's, she's raising, shaking it up there in her community on the Navajo nation. Um, very active. And then we have Samuel, um, from Ta'ana Atta Nation, and he's part of their farming co-op and has learned to harvest the indigenous um, uh, edible, you know, their foods that they've been eating for hundreds of years. And, and he's, I think he's 15 now, or, you know, pushing 16, but he is such 
so knowledgeable and wise. Um, so to, for me, as a project coordinator for this, um, for Unity, and I'm also the office manager, but um, as a project coordinator, it just is amazing to give um, the platform, provide their um, meetings where they can speak up and, and energize one another um, to do their good works in their communities. It's, um, it's a good thing. Yeah, so personally, my passion is, if I really think about it, it's seeing what others are doing and then following their lead. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned, you know, two people that have a big impact in my life. You know, Zunabashi has been on the podcast plenty of times, and it's incredible the work that she's doing with the animals. And, you know, we always tell people support if you can, donate, you know, Samuel. Amazing. I always enjoy uh, his uh, sharing of like all the plants that he works with. And there's so many other uh, Earth Ambassadors that are doing some amazing work. Oh, they are. They all are. Each one, you know. Yes. I kept thinking I should mention everybody's name. So now it's just, well, Jada, Samuel, and Zunaba. But they all, like, Sky. She's over there. Well, she's working on her doctorate, really, but she's she already has. I think she already has her master's, or but she's writing curriculum for indigenous uh, growth of foods in her community, and then she hopes to create a template so that people can just fill in the blank in their own community for their youth for their students. So that's to me that's amazing. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of um, things that move forward. I know Hope Long, she created uh, with her Earth Day project um, seed gardens. Um, so they they bought all the seeds and they put together packets and then they delivered it to different youth in the community to grow their own personal gardens. And then um, Kayleen, she on her own campus she got everybody to clean up the campus after football games last fall that's huge and then she planted a tree i think for earth day or trees yeah just and sage he's white mount apache he um he is totally zero waste so he has this group of you know like young people in his school that they're just committed and you know, that's his really big push. So I don't know if I mentioned all of them, but, um, and Angela, she's, you know, going to school, you know, to an environmental and for an environmental degree, whatever, you know, scientific level. So it's great. It's, it's incredible. It's when, when I met them, I was like, this is the most amazing group of young people that I ever seen. It's like being yeah. invited to the Justice League and you go and you're like, okay, here's Batman, here's <laughs> yeah. Superman, here's Wonder Woman. And you're just like thinking like, wow, like, I wish I was that cool when I was that age, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm picturing Alec Lee too. You know, he's, he's super sweet and just, just having them, you know, when I remember, can picture them doing their workshop and, you know, we had your videos going and we um, joined with that other youth council from Leech Lake uh, Band of Ojibwe out of Minnesota and 
and how they just work together. And there was, I, do you feel like a gentleness from these young people? There's, you know, they're, they just, there's just a gentleness. Like they really do care deeply. Um, you do, and then you can feel it. You can feel like their their energy is is so like, like you say, like calm. You know, like, but also mm-hmm. like very clear on their on their thoughts, on their intentions. And yes. I said it before, but it's like anybody that is pessimistic, they don't hang out around young people because young people are the future. You know, and they're so. Uh, incredible. You know, you mentioned a little bit about how, you know, you're trying to live the zero waste life. I think it goes to that saying is that, let me see if I remember correctly. It's like, we don't want, we don't need people to live perfectly zero waste life, but we need more people to live imperfect zero waste lives, right? Like we need more people trying than not trying. And, and it's, it's hard, you know, it's really hard to to be zero waste. But I think as long as we kind of understand the waste that we're creating and kind of trying to reduce it is is a step in the right direction. And what would you say that it's something that somebody can do to to have a less of an impact in the planet right now? Well, one of the things that I've learned just by watching videos on minimalism and uh, is the, so that's one way to see the network out there that is actually, you know, doing this and living this. I think just changing your mindset. Um, one of the things I did recently, instead of buying paper towels, I found an old sheet, which you could buy a sheet from Goodwill, or if you have an old sheet, you cut it up, you can get probably you know, 20, couple dozen, you know, paper towel size, and they dry really fast and it's super easy and you just make a pile and they wash super simple. Um, and I know, so just cutting down on paper towels, Jada, um, she's one of our earth ambassadors. One of her tips um, was instead of buying these uh, wet, wet towels for facials, you know, she just found real fuzzy, soft um, washcloths. And so she's just going back to the old way, you know, until this last, what, five years, they've been packaging these um, facial, you know, wipes and they're like $6.99. And then it's just more waste, the plastic that they're um, packaged in. So just simple things like that just um, is my attempt. And then, you know, my plastic water bottle, you know, just trying to, um, not consume as much, you know, as to put in the trash. Recycling. I live in an apartment building that doesn't have recycling, so that is a challenge um, that I need. I'll just say it out loud. I need to step up. I need to sort it out, create some bins, and then find a place to take it. And so that's if I did that once a week, that would only be fifty-two times a year. I could do that, um, but have I done it? No, not yet. So but that's the those first are step. just a few. Yeah, that's the first step, yes. acknowledging, and then you act in. And um, before we wrap up here, there's anything else that you'd like to add, mention? 
Yeah, um, I just want to um, say how wonderful it was to work with you, Frank. Um, you became a mentor just naturally um, to the Earth Ambassadors with your passion and, and just staying involved, attending their meetings, uh, making that great day with us in Orlando happen. And, and um, so I definitely want to thank your efforts. Um, you've actually done a couple of fundraisers for unity um and we just appreciate you for that um and and i just hope you know this can continue um just so that the audience knows the earth ambassador um circles happen every other year so we will have a new circle in 2021 so the applications will go out um probably march um of 2021 and we'll have a new circle um, so we definitely would love to have you back if you want to continue in this role. That would be awesome. Thank you so much for inviting me the first time and the second time to um, Unity is it's amazing because I saw the lives that were changed. I saw that shine on the kids eye of participating or speaking up of the community it's, it's incredible. It's, it's an incredible organization. That's why I like doing the fundraisers because it's like Unity is really caring about uh, indigenous youth. So thank you so much for inviting me, for, for allowing me to participate and being here in the podcast. Well, you're welcome. It was, it, it, it was my pleasure. All right, Tammy, I look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.